It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality, where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in Counselor Education and Supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I analyze the case of Amy Carlson and the Love Has One cult. First, I'll go through the background of Amy Carlson. I'll move to the timeline of the activities in the cult, then I'll offer my analysis. Amy Carlson was born in 1975. She was raised in Dallas, Texas. She was a straight-A student who was popular in school and known for her singing voice. At some point during her early adulthood, she started connecting with unusual people on the Internet. Every once in a while, she would leave home to meet someone. When she came back, she would be talking about concepts that were out of the ordinary, including starships. Carlson was involved in a number of romantic relationships. Evidently, she was married three times. She had a daughter and two sons. Sometime around 2006, she declared herself to be what she referred to as Mother God. She decided to leave her third husband, quit her job at McDonald's, cut off contact with most of her family, and start a New Age spiritual organization, which would eventually be called Love Has One. It would appear that the group technically qualifies as a cult, even though the members have denied that. I will refer to it as a cult. I will also answer the question, was it a cult, even though I've answered it with a short answer, yes, here. I'll offer more detail later in the video about how Love Has One does appear to be a cult. Love Has One has operated out of a number of places, including California, Hawaii, and Colorado. There were 12 to 20 regular members in the cult. The members were active on social media, including conducting daily live streams. People from around the world donated money to the cult. The cult had several members referred to as Father God. So Father God appeared to be the current romantic interest of Amy Carlson. Again, she referred to herself as Mother God. One of the Father God people was named Jason Castillo. He was featured in many of the live streams. In August of 2020, the group briefly moved to Hawaii. The residents in Hawaii were not too happy with them. Apparently, Carlson claimed to be a deity that had cultural significance to the local residents. The mayor of the town that they were in negotiated their departure. The police escorted them off the island. In September of 2020, Carson was not doing too well in terms of her physical health. She was paralyzed from the waist down. She said she had cancer. In April of 2021, the members were in an RV park in Northern California. They were asked to leave that area as well, ostensibly due to overcrowding. This takes us to April 29, 2021. 
a man named Miguel Lamboy, who is allegedly a member of the cult, allowed a number of people to live in his residence in Moffat, Colorado. He went on a trip, and when he returned, he saw Amy Carlson's dead body in his house. Her body was not there when he left. He said her eyes were missing and her teeth were showing through her lips. He tried to leave the residence and take his two-year-old son with him, but the people would not let him leave with his son. He left alone and drove to the police station to report what he had seen. Police officers went to his mobile home. They found his son and a 13-year-old daughter of one of the other people who was in the residence. Both children were uninjured. Lamboy's son was returned to him. The police also found Amy Carlson's body. In addition to the observations made by Lamboy, they noticed that her face was covered with glitter and her body was placed in a shrine wrapped in a sleeping bag and decorated with Christmas lights. The police noticed that there was a Nissan SUV on the property. The back seat was folded flat. They believe that Carlson's body may have been transported in that vehicle. So perhaps she actually died when they were in California and they transported her to Colorado. Seven people were arrested. All seven were charged with child abuse. In addition, four of them were charged with the tampering of deceased human remains, including Jason Castillo. Two of them were charged with abuse of a corpse, and one was charged with abuse of a corpse and false imprisonment. The police believe that Amy Carlson had been dead for a month or longer based on her body's level of decomposition. Amy Carlson was 45 years old. At the time making this video, her cause of death is not known, although it is believed that she ingested one of the products that the cult sold online called collodial silver. She claimed that it could treat COVID-19, which of course it does not. The FDA had actually warned her for selling unapproved and misbranded products. Now moving to my analysis. So to start my analysis, I'll go through some of the beliefs of Amy Carlson and the members of her cult. As I mentioned before, she called herself Mother God. Whoever her romantic interest was at the time was Father God. In addition to Mother God, she said that she was the Holy Spirit, a great spirit, and the mother of creation. Amy Carlson claimed that she had been trying to save humanity for 19 billion years, so longer than humans have existed. I guess she wanted to get a head start. Actually, 19 billion years takes us to the time before the Big Bang, so she's older than the universe itself. She was reincarnated 534 times. Her past identities included Jesus Christ and Marilyn Monroe. She received messages through her body shaking. She appeared to have a special fascination with numbers, like dates, so she would emphasize the values in a particular date that she was talking about. She had earned a level of full consciousness, way more consciousness than any ordinary person could achieve. As the mother of creation, she gave birth to everything. In at least one video, one of her followers said that Carlson was literally the planet. She feels the collective emotions of all people. Carlson claimed that she could communicate with angels. They told her to serve humanity. She was on a quest to recover her beloved planet which is a little confusing because, again, I thought she was the planet, so we see some contradiction there. Carlson promised to lead 144,000 chosen ones to a new mystical fifth dimension. Instead of a new dimension, sometimes she said that she would guide the chosen ones to a great awakening. 
I guess depending on what type of mood she was in that day. So when she woke up, if she felt pretty good, I guess that would be a great awakening. And if she didn't, maybe that was more of a fifth dimension type of day. By the way, in order to be a chosen one, you just had to give the group money. It was a simple process. It was not so much chosen as self-selected. In reality, of course, it was not so much self-selected as self and other defrauded. The group sold a number of spiritual healing products online. They also sold spiritual intuitive ascension sessions. Carlson claimed she could not heal those who had any doubt that she was a deity. They had to surrender to her in order to be healed. Cancer was among the ailments that she claimed she could heal. If people don't bow down before her every command, they are the enemy and must be destroyed. So kind of a harsh stance on belief there. Interestingly, she also said that she started the organization to bring peace to the planet, and she encouraged her followers to follow their one heart and serve love instead of serving her. So here again, we see mixed messages, bow down before her every command and serve love instead of her. So the doctrine gets really confusing. It's like she needed to spend more time kind of working out the doctrine of that cult. Amy Carlson did not seem to be a big fan of free will. She said that free will caused the corruption of modern-day Earth. Under her reign as a deity, she would remove the very concept of free will from humanity and restore divine will and universal laws. So I guess there is the attraction for a lot of members. They don't like the idea of free will. I think that pretty much sums up what cult members believe fairly well. Carlson appeared to have a substance use problem. One member reported that she drank excessive amounts of alcohol. It sounds as though this happened every night. She would be disoriented and falling over. Cult members claim that she was okay because alcohol is organic. Carlson was only against drugs, not against alcohol. Forgetting, of course, that alcohol is a drug. In reality, there was at least one video that featured Carlson using drugs as well. As far as her death, her members claim that she had ascended. They didn't believe she died in a traditional sense. Carlson had predicted that she would eventually leave the Earth in a starship or through a portal in the ocean. Neither of those two things happened, so perhaps ascension was third in line. Believing that Carlson ascended probably makes being charged with abuse of a corpse all the more confusing for the members, or it gives them a defense, depending on how one looks at it, the old ascension defense. Over the years, law enforcement has received a number of complaints about the cult, including those that indicate the cult was manipulating people. Sometimes the word brainwashing was used. We see some reports that appear to support this, like a member saying that they were only allowed to sleep four to five hours a night, and they were underfed. In one video the cult posted, Carlson appears to be harassing a member who brought her meatballs for dinner instead of chicken parmesan. One would think that even the most gullible cult member would have to be asking themselves in that moment, what kind of deity would be disappointed by meatballs? There's a clue right there that you're dealing with a cult leader and not an actual deity. As far as the mental health aspects of this case, there really isn't any information on Amy Carlson's mental health. I'm not aware of any reports of any type of diagnosis or anything like that. So what could be going on here? Well, any number of things. This could have all been some type of act, like a way to defraud people out of money and to get them to serve her. She could have had some type of substance use problem. I talked about that before. 
alcohol did seem to be a key part of her daily routine. She may have had some disorder that impaired her perception of reality, like something to do with psychosis. There's just no way to know with the information that's available at this time, and really not even a good way to narrow down the possibilities. There's just so little out there about specific behaviors related to mental health. What about the cult members? What could be going on with their mental health? Well, similarly, we don't have any information. But in general, so not talking specifically about them, but cult members in general, we see that cult members tend to be very easily swayed to a belief system, and then they dig in and cannot be swayed by reason. It's almost like there's a vulnerable period where they're waiting for someone to make an impression on them. Once that impression is made, it is in stone. They're searching for something, and once they find it, they don't want to give it up, even if it's not real. The fantasy is better than the pain of not having what they desire. Cult members often stay in conditions that are absolutely brutal. For example, members in the cults run by Jim Jones and David Koresh had extremely unpleasant circumstances to tolerate, and of course, a terrible end to their lives. As far as personality characteristics, here are some of the items we tend to observe with people who join cults. They are vulnerable, dependent, highly agreeable, subservient, and have low self-esteem. We also see poor critical thinking skills. As far as potential psychopathology, they are at an increased risk for substance use problems, depression, and psychosis. One key feature of cult members is that they believe they are special. They have seen the truth, and the rest of the world is unable or unwilling to see the truth. They didn't have to do anything special except recognize the greatness of their leader. So now moving back to the question I talked about before, was Love Has Won a cult? As I mentioned, I think it was, but I'll offer more detail here. Let's take a look at the properties of a cult and see if those properties align with what we see with Love Has Won. A cult is authoritarian and manipulative. There seems to be a match there. It uses mind control strategies. That could be going on in a case like this. It tends to target middle-class citizens. I'm not really sure what class these citizens would have been considered in. There's really no information about their histories. It is based around communal goals. I suppose that's true here. They did seem to have a goal of drinking a lot. It uses aggressive conversion methods. That seems to be the case. There seemed to be a lot of anger, aggression, and animosity within the group, especially from Amy Carlson. Cults tend to indoctrinate members using a system. I'm not sure this cult really had a system. Maybe they were working on that. Moving to the last item, cults employ a relatively new belief system in the culture of origin. Well, I think this one seems to be met. We see these new age beliefs and really kind of taken in some odd directions, like even extreme for new age thinking. So certainly it deviated from the norms that they would see around them. When comparing Amy Carlson to other cult leaders like Marshall Applewhite, Bhagwan Rajneesh, Jim Jones, and David Koresh, Amy Carlson was really quite unsophisticated. All those other cult leaders were at times convincing, charming, charismatic, hardworking, and either intelligent or they could appear intelligent. Carlson really didn't have any of those characteristics. 
She appeared to be intoxicated, angry, and abusive much of the time. Cult leaders often promote an ideology that leads to death. Carlson did have that similarity with the other cult leaders. This case just serves as a reminder that anybody can be a cult leader. Amy Carlson set the bar low. She proved that you don't need to have any particular set of skills to be a cult leader. You just simply need to start a spiritual organization and declare yourself a deity. That's literally all that's required. Cult members don't do any type of comparison shopping. They don't look around for the best bargain. They don't look for the most effective leader. If they did, they would not have picked Carlson in a million years, or should I say, in 19 billion years. Which reminds me that I have to give Carlson credit in at least one area. She did have the longest tenure of any cult leader. What lessons can be learned in this case? This case highlights the need to make mental health care available proactively. This group was met with a lot of anger in different places they went, like in Hawaii, but not a lot of people trying to offer them treatment. They saw them as a problem instead of people who may benefit from mental health care. Help needs to be available not just to those who seek it. Amy Carlson may have been a perpetrator. She was a cult leader that harmed a number of people. But I think she may have also been a victim, perhaps a victim of the cult that she herself assembled and trained, but a victim nonetheless. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.